This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tiger Talk with Pat Caputo and the radio voice of the Detroit Tigers, Dan Dickerson. This one is gone! On Tigers Radio, 97.1, the ticket. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven is the phone number. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Ticket text is at nine seven one three six. It's Tiger Talk here on ninety seven one. The ticket, uh, of course, the immediate caravan uh, traveling around the state this week and tomorrow. Uh, there'll be Tiger Fest. Uh, Dan is uh, not here tonight. Uh, he's got his duties uh, with that uh, caravan as the uh, Tigers radio play by play voice. Uh, but he'll join me tomorrow starting at eleven. Uh, we'll be at Comerica Park uh, doing our show uh, from 11 to 1, uh, interviewing all sorts of uh, different Tiger players, uh, club officials, manager Ron Gardenhire. Uh, look forward uh, to that tomorrow. And uh, Dan Leach will be with me at 10 o'clock tomorrow, uh, 10 to uh, 11. So I'll be on from uh, 10 to 1 tomorrow and uh, look forward to talking to him. But I'd love to talk some baseball. I know. There's a lot on everybody's mind with this whole Michigan State thing. That's on my mind as well. Uh, maybe a little break from it, and uh, it's cold outside, and uh, you start to think a little bit about something that's pleasant. And what's more pleasant than thinking about the, the warmth of spring training, opening day, which is a great tradition in this town, and baseball. And uh, 24-7, whether there's anything going on in this world, uh 365 days a year, you know, some way or another, baseball's in my mind, the back of my mind. I know many of you out there are like that. So I'd love to talk to you tonight uh, about it. And I, and I understand uh, that it's a very different time uh, for the Tigers than what it used to be. You know, the last uh, decade or so, uh, maybe a little longer, uh, we've come into this time of the year and thinking, hey, you know, the Tigers have a chance. The Tigers could be world champs. You know, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, David Price. You look down through the years, Miguel Cabrera is still on the team. B. Martin is still on the team. J.D. Martin, the Tigers have had a number of great players uh, within the last decade. Of course, their tradition uh, is uh, among the best uh, in Major League Baseball. They're one of the Older franchises in the American League, uh, original charter member of the American League, and they've had all these uh, great players. Uh, two of them, Alan Trammell and uh, Jack Morris, will be inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Baseball Hall of Fame this year. You know, which uh, somebody who's voted for that Hall of Fame for a long time and put those guys on my ballot for 15 years, and they did not each, they did not get that recognition. I'm, I'm happy for. I think the 84 Tigers are often overlooked uh, when it comes down uh, to baseball lore. This is the 50th anniversary uh, coming up of the 1968 Tigers, which arguably 
uh, was the most socially significant championship ever uh, in the aftermath of what happened in Detroit in 1967 and the riots, which we talked about a lot last summer. So there's a lot going on. And Miguel Cabrera is still on the team. Victor Martinez is still on the team. Uh, and the Tigers, you know, they've got a different dynamic. It's an interesting dynamic. I'm not one uh, to be like, oh, my gosh, they're going to lose 100 games. They're going to do this and this. I don't know how many games they're going to lose. I don't know how competitive they are going to be uh, when it comes down to that. They still have some uh, players who are pretty decorated on that team. With Cabrera Martinez and uh, Jordan Zimmerman, uh, they have bounce-back years. And the Tigers will win more games. Uh, they have some young veteran players. Uh, one, Jose Iglesias, who's you know possibly going to be traded. Uh, James McCann. Uh, you have uh, a situation uh, with uh, Nick Castellanos. He's moving to right field, and Nick Castellanos had a big year last year offensively, although metrically, uh, because he wasn't very good defensively. Uh, according to those uh, metrics, uh, you know his value is always in question. How much is Nick Castellanos worth and everything? But the one thing about McCann, one thing about Castellanos and a lot of these players, uh, they're try-hard guys. And I know that fans out there really like to see these younger players, how they build up to different things, where they go, what they do. So if you want to talk about, give me a call, 248-539-9797. I thought the Tigers kind of got the raw end of the deal uh, when some of these top 100 uh, prospect lists came out. I, you know, and I, they really ultimately don't mean that much. And I'm not in a position, you know, where, you know, I've looked at all the teams and all the organizations in Major League Baseball to know what the exact comparables are uh, when it comes down to this. What I do know is what Tiger prospects they've had in the past. I know how the prospects that they have right now compare to them and where they probably, a real good gauge on it, where they should be ranked. Hopefully, at 20 years where I did all that work for Baseball America and spent all this time traveling around minor league parks and different things that I used to do on a regular basis uh, taught me uh, something. And I do think that the Tigers' prospects are a little undervalued when it comes down to these rankings. Like Franklin Perez, for example. Uh, to me, is somebody that, you know, at 19 years old, uh, to go into double-A baseball and do what he did, and watching the video of him, actually quite a bit of it, you know, he, he's got to be better than the 35th best prospect in Major League Baseball. He's just got to be. I mean, how many 19-year-old kids put together that type of season, throw in the mid-90s, are big and strong, and could uh, actually, uh, I think he'll probably end up throwing harder as time goes on. He throws on a downward plane. Uh, he's, he should be relatively fresh-armed. He used to play third base. I mean, he just he's only been pitching for a couple of years. He has a remarkable feel for that. Uh, pitching, given his lack of experience, actually had pitching. This is somebody who's been a primary pitcher from the time he was a little kid, the opposite of that. So I, to me, and I'm not exaggerating on this, and you can make a case maybe for Cameron Maben back in the day. But at that age, 19 years old, uh, Franklin Perez is the best prospect the Tigers have ever had. 
in the you know, 30-some years that I've watched this and going back to, you know, when they had the uh, group from the 84 Tigers come through in the late 70s. He's only 35th best prospect in baseball. I don't think so. I think he's better than that. And also, I think that, uh, you know, Fajardo got like, you know, Baseball America had him ranked 50. I don't know what the Tigers have exactly in Alex Fajardo. I know that uh, he fell into their lap in the Major League Baseball draft uh, because he had knee surgery the fall before. And it was before the draft was held before he actually went out and dominated the College World Series. But, you know, he's got a chance to be really good. And also in the top 50, uh, he's, he's seen where uh, the Tigers also had another prospect uh, in there. So, but looking at it, uh, to me, I'll tell you, coming up next, one prospect that should be in the top 100, in my opinion, with the Tigers. But I'd love to hear from you. Now, i got open lines. You know, people are like, hey, let's talk some baseball. Let's have some fun. You know, let's not get in morose topics and get all mad and all upset about everything. Give me a call and talk some baseball. Uh, the Tigers are on their caravan right now. Tiger Fest is tomorrow. I'd love to hear from you. 248-539-9797 is the phone number. I'm Pat Caputo. You're listening to the Tiger Talk here on 97.1 The Ticket. Tiger Talk with Pat Caputo and Dan Dickerson on Tigers Radio 97.1 The Ticket. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven to the phone number. Ticket text is at nine seven one three six. Talking some baseball. Dan uh, is on his duties uh, tonight uh, with the Tigers Media Caravan. Pat Caputo here on 97.1 The Ticket. Uh, we'll be at Tiger Fest tomorrow uh, interviewing a, a plethora of Tiger officials, players, and uh, Dale Trammell will be among those uh, joining us uh, going into the Hall of Fame, of course, this summer. Tram, uh, Michael Fulmer, uh, Alabila, uh, Ron Gardenhire will be among those we'll be talking about. If you're headed down to Tiger Fest, we'll be in the beer, beer hall, and uh, we'll be uh, talking to you from there. Uh, stop on by. We'll be, you know, taking questions from the audience uh, like we usually do. That'll be from 11 to 1. Dan Leach uh, will be joining me from uh, 10 to 11. So I'll be on there tomorrow from uh, 10 to 1. Look forward to seeing you all. Always a great event, Tiger Fest. Going to be a lot of fun. And uh, let's talk some baseball. 248-539-9797 is the phone number. Joey, you're on Tiger Talk on 97.1 The Ticket. What's up, buddy? What's up, Pat? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, I got you. Hey, so uh, yeah, I think we're uh, we're getting into some a different phase of Tigers baseball mm-hmm. here. Uh, I, I'm excited to see that Fiedo kid, man. I think uh, I, I was telling the screener I saw him, uh, you know, in that College World Series. Uh, I think he's I think he's got that hit factor. You know, he's got that plus plus slider, uh, mid 90s fastball that rides, man. I think. Uh, I think he's gonna be something good. Now, granted, I haven't seen, uh, I didn't see Perez uh, in the minors yet. I, you know, I obviously heard what he's got going on, but yeah, I think I think Fajardo's something to look out for, man. It's gonna be sweet. Well, I was, you know, I mentioned before uh, that uh, there was one tiger, the three tigers in the top 100 in the Baseball America list of uh, top 100s, and I know how they do that. I worked for Baseball America for a long time, and it's, I'll say it's legit and everything, but. Uh, it was also, you know, Fajardo, uh, Perez, and also Matt Manning. But I think Bo Burrows 
Uh, he should be in the top 100, you know, I, I would think, uh, being in double-A at 20. And the thing with Fajardo, uh, Joe, is, and I, I want to see this, you know, how his slider is in, in pro baseball. Uh, because in college, you know, he, he obviously just threw that over and over and over again, and they, they couldn't figure it out. But as he moves up the chain, you know, he's going to have to tighten it up and always throw his really good slider, and he's going to have to use his fastball more. He's got good fastball, you know, throws in the mid-90s. He throws three-quarter, uh, but it's on a downward angle. But he could move quickly. Uh, they would like to start him at uh, High A Lakeland. They're not going to start him in West Michigan in April. But, uh, you know, they rested him last summer after he had a busy college season, and uh, he could move very, very quickly. And with Bur- Burroughs and Perez, these are three guys that could move very quickly because uh, two of them are already uh, in double-A uh, ball, and, and uh, Perez is two years younger than Fajardo, and Bo Burroughs almost a year younger. So uh, they've got uh, the makings of a pretty good rotation. You throw Michael Fulmer in there, how young he is, you could have a really good starting rotation in a hurry. You know, if all those guys hit, you know, kind of the Tigers' dream thing, they could have Hudson Zito Molder. Uh, they could have, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, Avery and uh, Glavin and uh, Smoltz. You know how that all came and changed around the dynamic of organizations which were struggling. Uh, could happen with the Tigers uh, pretty quickly if all these guys hit, and they're they're pretty hopeful. They're pretty good, I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think that that fastball will kind of pan out. You know, I, you, you kind of see it ride a little bit. Um, you got you good know, even, fastball. Even that, yeah, even though it, it comes from that three quarters, that uh, it'll ride in on that hitters. I'm, I mean, I'm not. Sure. I know you know what I'm talking about, but uh, yeah, he looks good. I mean, Fajardo, Fajardo is impressive. The only reason that he dropped like he did, he fell into the Tigers' lap, was because he had that knee surgery in, in the fall. And uh, right. he was somewhat limited, and, you know, his velocity was a little down when he came back and everything. But by the end of the year, that kid was going great guns. I mean, they won the College World Series to a large degree because he was so dominant. Yep. And But you got to understand, too, that college baseball, as good as it is at that level, it's even better in double-A ball. You know what I'm saying? Way better. For sure. And For sure. Uh, you got two guys that are younger uh, that have gone into double-A ball and more than whole, held their own. High A ball is way better than college baseball. So uh, you're dealing with something that, uh, you know, could be pretty special with those guys being so young and everything. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, I appreciate the call. You know, and I appreciate your thoughts on Fajardo. And the Tigers had the first overall pick in the draft this year. So they're going to be in a position where they can get another impact player and uh, possibly a pitcher. So it's a situation that uh, – could be a little bit better than what people think, you know, because the plan with the Tigers, uh, 248-539-9797 is the phone number if you want to weigh in on this, isn't necessarily, you know, to just go on to cheap. You know, are they going to be in this perpetual rebuilding mode? And then every time they get close to doing something, oh, they're going to sell off their parts again. You know, that isn't the plan. The plan is to, hey, look, you know, there's a point where you've just got to do it. You know, where you you get leaner, you, you rebuild, and then when you get those parts, then spend some money. That is the plan. It's not the ball. Oh, the Tigers are just going on the cheap forever, and they're going to stink forever. You know, it's and I, I know the town is kind of like remembering. Well, I should be remembering. The last time the Tigers went through a, a situation like this, it was a long rebuild. 
it took for friggin' ever. And uh, that isn't the way it, sh- it's go- it should be, and I don't think it is going to be, because I think the they have pretty good leadership, very good leadership. People will understand this and will do it quicker. But if they do things right and these pitchers hit a little faster than what is expected, it could be a lot quicker than what people think. And the other thing, too, is I'll tell people about this all the time. What did you love about the 84 Tigers? They all came up together. I mean, you saw Tram, you saw Lou, you saw Parrish, you saw Gibby, you saw Jack, you saw Dan Petrie, you saw these guys. When they were young players and they all came up together. You grew with them. You enjoyed that. What would you love about those 97 Red Wings that broke that 40-plus year drought and won the Stanley Cup? Iserman and Fedorov and Lidstrom. You, you, you grew with these guys. They all came up together. You know, the core of the team. Ozzy. Be remiss if I didn't mention Ozzy. And then, what would you like about the Pistons, the the bad boys Pistons, Isaiah and Joe, they, all, they came up together. The worm, Dennis Rodman. You know, it gives you something to look forward to as they build into this. So from my standpoint, I mean, that's why I'm, you know, kind of excited about it. Just, you know, I've seen, the okay, the Tigers are constantly trying to add this, this here, this there. You know, they're definitely a flawed team. Too many right-handed hitters are well, maybe they can build a team that can last. You know, it's like it took Kansas City a while, but once they, you know, those prospects hit, just a few of them, a few of them didn't make it. You know, the Mustakases and the Hosmers, and, you know, when they hit, you know, Gordon at different times and you know, different places, all of a sudden they made a trade or two, a couple of the prospects they got, like Kane and Escobar, and all of a sudden, man, they're a, a championship team. And that's kind of, I think, if you look at the Tigers right now, the hope. If you're a Tiger fan, and it should be interesting. And this summer's going to be fun, too. I mean, it is going to be fun because, you know, the Tigers are a traditional franchise. And you've got some of their history mixed into this. With uh, the 68 Tigers 50-year reunion or whatever, celebration. I mean, they're... People grew up, I was a kid in elementary school back then. It was such a big deal in 68. And, uh, you know, I was looking forward to seeing those guys. And then you have uh, what happened in 84. Kind of a reminder of it with uh, Morris and uh, Alan Trammell getting into the Hall of Fame. But anyway, give me a call. 248-539-9797. Get your calls next. Uh, you got ticket text at 97136. I'm Pat Caputo. You're listening to Tiger Talk here on 97.1 The Ticket. Tiger Talk with Pat Caputo and Dan Dickerson on Tigers Radio 97.1 The Ticket. We know what this is all about. It is a rebuild, and we've talked about this, and when I took this job, I knew this going in, but this is the major leagues, and when you put a baseball team in the major leagues, you have to go out and perform. You have to go out and play. Uh, and I think, you know, we're going to compete. We're going to compete hard. We're going to have a good spring training and uh, kind of uh, get a good feeling about everything and see what happens. Ron Gardner, new Tigers manager. 
Uh, he'll join Dan Dickerson and I tomorrow uh, during Tiger Fest. You can hear it here on 97.1 The Ticket. A reminder, it's time to plan your summer fun at Comerica Park. Individual tickets for all Detroit Tigers home games go on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. For tickets, visit tigers.com or call 866-66-TIGER. 248-539-9797 is the phone number. Love to hear from you tonight. Talk some baseball here on Tiger Talk. Tony, you're on 97, won the ticket. What's up? Hey, Pat. Um, just two questions, I guess. Uh, uh, Cam Gibson, I was a big fan of Kirk. And, right. Uh, I, 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 don't, I know prospects are prospects, but I've been mean, a root for him as a fan. You know, right. is, is he going to be anything better than maybe a fourth outfielder? I, you know what? Uh, he's an intriguing prospect. He's not a top-end guy. You know, like uh, – you know, some of these other, you know, players that you hear about, he's not Hunter Green or something, you know. I mean, he's not, mm-hmm. you know, you don't look at it and go, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, Cam Gibson is a top 100 prospect in baseball. But I think he's got a better chance uh, than, you know, a lot of people might think. You know, he's athletic. Um, when you see him, you see a lot of his dad. Now, he's not this tornado coming out of the sky where, you know, I mean, his dad was like off the charts big and fast and powerful yep. and, you know, but he's a pretty good athlete. He kind of moves around like his dad, and he sets up at the plate a little bit like his dad. Um, he made some advancements last year with power. Uh, he's got above average speed. Now he's a little older. You know, he's got to move uh, fairly quickly here if he's going to be something other than what you're talking about or somebody that doesn't make it to the major leagues. This is a key year in his development. He'll probably I, get I a shot in double A. But uh, he's got a lot of things going for him, and it starts with pretty good athleticism. I mean, he, I think he's got a chance to, to be a major league player, and he's probably a little better prospect uh, than, you know, if you talk to, uh, you know, prospect ratings people believe. You know, he's, he's got a chance. Yeah, my, my other question was about like, Soto. Uh, some people are right. really high on him. Yeah. And, and, and I just wanted your opinion on well, that. He missed well. a lot of bats last year. Uh, he had a pretty good year, and again, he's somebody that's going to get tested at a little bit higher level. Um, you know, he's a relief prospect. You know, and those guys are like gold now. You know, guys like Soto, uh, he's going to be a reliever uh, when he gets uh, there. So, you know, to me, this will be an interesting uh, year to see him. As our Baseball America, I believe, put him in the top ten at number ten in the prospects list. That wasn't uh, a stretch. He he showed a lot of. Uh, uh, progress last year. I think he he does have a chance uh, to be pretty good. You know. So, thanks for, but thanks the, for taking my call. Thanks. Uh, yeah. You know, and they had a depth to their their list of prospects. Uh, you know, I know it, it's extraordinarily painful. I think to a lot of Tiger fans, and yet joyful, uh, because Justin Verlander was such a good Tiger. My opinion is the best pitcher that's ever pitched for the Tigers, and he wins this uh, World Series championship. In Houston. But I will say this, that that particular trade, uh, Alavila did uh, pretty well uh, because, you know, Perez is a top-end prospect. And uh, Rogers, the catcher, is pretty good. And Daz Cameron is a very good defensive center fielder. He runs well. He's above-average athlete, steals a lot of bases, and he showed some power last year in the Midwest League. 
So they got three guys that can eventually play. And if you look around the diamond, you know, all the deals that they made, they got a catcher. You know, they got somebody. Dewell Lugo, I, when they made the J.D. Martinez trade, you know, I wasn't exactly enamored with it because I talked to a lot of people about Dewell Lugo. He had played in the Arizona Fall League. A lot of people had seen him play, and uh, he, I didn't hear, like, outwardly praise about him. He was originally signed by Toronto, moved to Arizona. He was their third-best prospect, according to Baseball America, going into last year, but their system is down. I think he might have been their second-rated prospect. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, uh, Al could have waited. I mean, there were like 13 days or so before the trade deadline. He might have been able to get more. And then when I watched Lugo play, and I'd only seen him play once before, uh, for some reason I tuned into their game. He was in the, the Southern League. He was playing with Domingo Liba, who was traded over to Arizona earlier, one of their top prospects who came back from an injury. So I was just kind of tuning in uh, to see Domingo Liba, and I actually had seen Lugo take a batter or two, but I really didn't think much about it. But I knew who he was when they made the trade, talked to a lot of people, and well, I didn't say that much good about him. But he looked pretty good when he was with Erie. He has a live bat. He had a couple home runs in the games that I was screaming and watching that were bombs. But they were off of double-A pitchers, and those double-A, and they're, they're going to be double-A pitchers. The guys that might top out at double-A. One was some lefty that was throwing like 85 miles an hour or something. Uh, Christian Stewart hit a bomb off of him, too. Uh, another Tiger uh, prospect. He's being a little underrated. But Lugo has a live bat. When he hits it, it goes. And what I impressed me about it, and some of these uh, things that I was reading, so oh, he doesn't look like he's a very good second baseman. Oh, it's a stretch at second base and all that. I thought he played well at second base. It looked like he turned the double play pretty well. Uh, looked like he's a pretty good athlete. Now, he's not a plus runner, but he's a pretty athletic kid. He may be a pretty good player, so you got a second baseman, I think. Uh, Isaac Paredes, who at 18 years old, to do what he did in the Midwest League, is almost freakish. And he had a real good winner in, in Mexico, a kid they got in the Cubs trade, uh, in the Justin Wilson-Avilo trade. Well, I guess it's Avila now. Yeah, one, one's named Avila, and now one's named Avila. One used to be named uh, Avila, and now one, uh, I, I don't even know which is which anymore. I wonder what Ralph Avila, the legendary scout, calls himself. But anyway, uh, he's pretty good, and he's got a chance. And, of course, uh, Candelaria at third base. So they, and you got an outfielder in Cameron. Uh, it looks like they, you know, Catcher and Rogers, they went around the diamond pretty well. So I, I thought the Tigers did pretty well at the trade deadline overall last year. So we'll see how it all pays off. Prospects are prospects, and everybody talks about it. And you were talking about, well, who's a bit of a sleeper in their system? Well, I do think Cam Gibson's a bit of a sleeper because he's a pretty good athlete. And he was a pretty good player at Michigan State. He was a good high school player at Gross Point South. He's played a lot of baseball now. And his father, obviously, Kirk Gibson, understands the game and is working with him. His dad was a major league manager in addition to a real good player. You know, great player at times. So, you know, he has a chance. So there, there are a few players, you know, people don't talk. And the other thing is, I don't know what they've got in Christian Stewart. 
you know, with all the guys that they they got at the trade deadline, you know, Christian Stewart's kind of flies under the radar. But he's got big-time power, potential. Potential. It's potential at this point. It's pretty selective, doesn't strike out as much as some of the guys that are, you know, have that kind of power. He's a left-handed bat who sets up there. People, first time you see Christian, you go, oh, man, first time he gets home run, you go, oh, man. But defensively, I don't know. I mean, his arm is really weak. And he's going to have to work on getting the ball in quickly. Because in the major leagues, they are just going to turn singles into doubles if he doesn't improve that. And he's a marginal athlete. He's not one of these guys who's fast and, you know, those type of things, where he's a plus runner. So he's going to have to work on it defensively. But he has a chance to hit some bombs. I mean, real power potential. So I don't, but I don't know exactly what they have in him. And he's going to be at AAA uh, this coming season. Uh, probably, I, I would guess, come spring training time, uh, once they start the games at Lakeland, uh, the one player they'll be talking about a real lot. You know, uh, when the games come on, Dan will be doing the games. Uh, will be uh, Christian Stewart. But anyway. Love to talk some baseball with you, 248-539-9797. Yeah, I'm geeking out on, uh, you know, baseball prospects, all that stuff, because it's Tiger talk. And baseball season's coming, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. 248-539-9797. Hey, don't forget, Tiger Fest is tomorrow at Comerica Park. You can get autographs from Tigers players and alum, tour to the Tigers clubhouse, and more. All fans attending will receive a free pair of earmuffs courtesy of Visit Florida, Central Florida. For tickets, go to Tigers.com, TigerFest. 248-539-9797 is the phone number. Hey, it's Tiger Talk. Let's talk some baseball here on 97.1 The Ticket. Tiger Talk with Pat Caputo and Dan Dickerson on Tigers Radio. 97.1 The Ticket. You know what? I was out in Arizona last year, and we got involved in it, and I actually saw it firsthand in analytics and sabermetrics and all this stuff, and it's just a lot more information, and it's kind of cool. A lot of different ways you can use it, uh, and we've been talking with our guys here, and it's pretty exciting. You know, I know this organization is going to go that way, and I'm, I'm learning, too. It's a process. I don't think anybody totally understands it, but it's a good process, and it was fun for me last year, and I learned a lot. Rod Garden hire, talking about them computers and stuff. Nah, we'll see. Uh, 248-539-9797. One thing Ron Gardner will teach him how to be pros. Guarantee you that. Uh, we'll see how the Tigers will do. Love to talk to you. Pat Caputo here on Tiger Talk. Dan Dickerson's off tonight because of the caravan. Uh, he'll join me tomorrow, 11 a.m. 11 to 1, we'll be interviewing Ron Gardner, among others. Uh, during that time period, I'll also be on at 10 o'clock. Dan Leach will join me there. I'll be on 10 to 1 out there. But look forward to seeing you all at Tiger Fest uh, tomorrow. Jackson, you're on 97-1, the Ticket Tiger Talk. What's up, buddy? Oh, that was quick. Hi, Pat. How you doing? I'm doing good, real good. Outstanding. Well, very well. Thank you. You old catcher, you? Yeah, I never was a catcher, really, except for uh, a brief period when I was like 10 years old. I used to blink when they swung, i got to tell you. Okay. I've got one comment, yes. and it's pretty innocuous, but, okay, the Tigers have three of the top 100 prospects in their system, right? That's right. Um, 
but hell, there's only 30 teams in the league. So I I don't know if that's necessarily uh, spectacular. Uh, I know that Avila has replenished the system, and that's right. good. That's what the trades are for. Uh but I can't jump up and down about that. And my well, question, I don't think anybody's asking you to jump up and down. I'm, look, hopefully I don't uh, try to blow smoke at you. I, hopefully okay. I'm honest with you. I just was okay. saying to you that I okay. think, you know, it's like I haven't gone through every team, you know, obviously, but I, I've done this for a long time, looked at prospects and analyzed them. I think that there's at least one other guy that belongs in the top 100, and that's oh. Bo Burrows. And I also think that uh, Franklin Perez is a little bit better prospect. At 19 years old, doing what he did in double-A, uh, moving like he did so swiftly, uh, seeing the poise that he has, the stuff that he has, probably is, it, it would surprise me if he shouldn't be higher than ranked 35. So, you know, I mean, that's all I'm saying. I'm not telling you to jump up and down about anything. Okay. And my question is, does anybody know uh, the state of, of Maggie's health? No, not uh, to, I tell you what, not definitively. You know, I don't even know if you know, we'll ask him tomorrow. Uh, that'll be one of the questions when Dan Dickerson and I interview him uh, at Tiger Fest for sure. Uh, that we'll uh, ask that and address that for sure. Uh, get an answer from him because if anybody does, it's going to be him. But, uh, you know, now Miggy's a bit of a mystery. You know, whether you're going to get a Miggy who, you know, one thing about Miggy, for all the flaws, and let's be honest, there's a few flaws there, right? Uh, he's very prideful, yeah. uh, prideful I, of his place in the game. Are you going to get somebody that's going to assert that? Because last year was very humiliating because he wasn't very good. He's terrible, actually. By his standards, awful. So, I, well, I, I know, think he was. I think he was hurt the entire could, year. And could he was be just stubborn and proud to admit it. Well, that baseball, the World Baseball Classic, you know, is uh, something that uh, is, to me uh, should be stopped. I know Jim Lee was probably very happy with it. and I think we're going to be talking to Jim tomorrow, but uh, because he coached the United States team, but Miggy, you know, had a back problem from it. I really think it hurt the development of Joe Jimenez. Uh, because he threw him off all these different things. He had to, you know, start out pitching for Puerto Rico, National Pride. He did very well there, but, you know, it kind of set off his timetable. Uh, and he wasn't, you know, I think it set him back. So the World Baseball Classic, to me, was part of it, and he got hurt. So, uh, yeah. you know, I think you got to look at it. It could be, but, you know, like I said, with Miggy, it's all it's kind of mysterious, right? It's one of the great unknowns going into this year. He, Used to be, you'd say, oh, Miggy put down 30, 35 home runs. Uh, you know, how many RBIs, OPS, nine something, and he's going to take off. But it's right now a mystery. Ivory, you're on 97, won the ticket, Tiger Talk. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing today, Pat? I'm doing well. That's good, that's good. Um, I've been listening to you for a while, and I've been watching the Tigers for a long time. Um, you know, Recently, like over the last several years, you know, I've been seeing in their lineup, you know, like like right-handed bats. I know right. left-handed bats don't fall off trees, but do you know of or like in their system? Or, well, Christian Stewart's like, a left-handed hitter, and uh, Jamer Candelario hits from the left side. You know, he switched. So, right. 
they've got a couple guys uh, that are left-handed uh, that are, you know, be there. And you're right about that. They have lacked that enormously. When they were contending team right. there for all those years, it was like Victor, and that was it, right. you know. And uh, they, uh, they need, they, you know, Alex Avila, if he was hitting, you know, reasonably well, that type of thing, but limited. But uh, Christian Stewart's a very promising left-handed hitter, and so a Candelero hits from the left side as well uh, against right-handed I, pitching. So I remember, like a couple, of years, like uh, I think a year ago, listening to you talking about how I, I just my thing is I just wish I don't know how diligently they have maybe looked for a left-handed bat but I think that it's just kind of hurt them tremendously I think down bit. through not, the years not hard enough you know when you look back at you know things that they could have tweaked and right. uh, improved because when I look at Comerica Park it's it is really a good park for left-handed bat yeah and that that's what that's what I'm saying like it's it's great for left a good left-handed bat right it is. It is definitely, and I don't think uh, they looked hard enough, maybe, for that. Right. Uh, you know, Dave Dombrowski. You know, the 2008. You know, I remember Tiger Fest. There was so much excitement. You know, after the trade for Miggy and all that, and Dontrell Willis. Uh, literally, right. I mean, they were, it was like zero, and they're lined up down. And it's been like that. And uh, but they had all right-handed hitters, and that team fell apart. Right. And then exactly. uh, down through the years, it's kind of had that same thing. It was like. Not enough athleticism, not enough five-tool guys, not enough metrically based. Analytics are really going to be important for them now. And, uh, right. you know, not enough uh, balance. Left-handed hitters uh, among it. It's all slow right-handed hitters that either hit home runs or they wouldn't win. That, was, that right. was kind of the way to stereotype what they were doing offensively. But anyway, enjoyed doing the show. Uh, you got um, Pistons Weekly coming up with Kyle Bogey next. And then Ken Cal will join me. We're inside Hockey Town uh, at 9 o'clock. Uh, Pat Caputo, this, this was Tiger Talk here on 97 won the ticket.